1: It's so good to be back with the behind the curtain. It's been too long.
0: Don't you hello me.
1: I'll hello you whenever I want to hello no, you. No,
0: no. This is serious. This is serious business right here.
1: Shit your, Why? M- your it's mouth is- serious you- business. The people
0: the- demand answers, Spencer. Now that we're having this behind the curtain Q&A on book one, it is time for the truth to be revealed. Why was there a secret door- <laughs> Between the laundry room and the sewing room.
2: Yes, please share. We're all dying to
1: know. First of all, I already told you. Second of all, not on air though, there is no reason. Third of all, you're dumb. I don't know what else to say, but I don't
3: know what else to say. You're just really stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: Last of all,
3: you're dumb, ugly, and smell funny. Now get out of my podcast.
1: All right, so we are back with a very special Behind the Curtain. As you've heard, the the other three boys are joining us for this because this is Ask Spencer Anything About Book One. This is very one. serious.
2: <laughs> this is a very serious Behind the Curtain episode. Everything you've ever
1: wondered
0: shall be
4: revealed.
1: <laughs> so I am just going to turn the time over to the rest of the group and allow them to ask me any questions they might have regarding book one. Anything I feel uh, I can tell without giving too much away for the upcoming mm. books. What was the net worth of the professor?
2: What was the net what? worth net. of the professor?
1: One million
4: gold pieces. That's wow. the net worth of the professor. He's, He's the wow. Dang. Why didn't we get any of that? I know yeah. we just
2: got like what a thousand, a thousand
1: platinum to, share? to take some
0: books to Lepidstadt? That's like chump change. To Should it. have
4: ransacked oh, the house before we left.
1: Well, you could just have. Say. Kendra's not there anymore. Should you could have. have. Why
0: isn't she done... at the house? <laughs> she went to Ustal or Kalifus. Why is that? Where she said she was yeah, going. Yeah, she went. Califas. She moved. Califas. Remember, she, she moved with in with
4: Pretty Boy. This. Oh, that's yeah, right. Adivion. Divion. A
2: that's right. I forgot yep so sorry not even paying attention and to my own podcast do we all
1: okay question time go ahead. Oh,
0: well, and if we don't get to your questions and you have some that and you don't ever plan on playing carrying crown because we've ruined everything for you email us at podcast at dot com.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah if it no longer mm-hmm. seems fun because of our stupid crazy antics <laughs> feel free to ask us <laughs>
4: Wow, mm-hmm.
2: go ahead, Philip. Ask the first question that, that we've was all my... been waiting with bated breath.
0: That was my first question. Did ask mm-hmm. He asked it
1: already. Oh,
2: I thought we were starting over again.
1: Okay, <laughs> sorry. Okay, if to... you were paying attention, gosh, Mom, and not on your phone, <laughs> not on your phone, <laughs> talking to your daughter, laughing at, laughing at Tyler's names for the dog, which we cannot say on the podcast because they're not <laughs> very family friendly. Tyler, I actually Some had a question I was going to ask. <clears throat>
4: all right, ask your what's question, your question. Then.
2: Um, remember in the house when we very yes. first got there, and we came back from the grave. This is back when the we crypt. had the crypt. Yeah, the crypt. Okay. And we had Lyra first and episode? Marcus. Marcus, I forget his name because
1: you know he's <laughs> been <laughs> gone so long. So long. He was anyway. never important. You, you remembered Lyra trilla.
4: but you forgot. <laughs> Lyra was a long time <laughs> oh, ago. It was even longer
1: than that. Anyway, yeah.
2: when Ugh. we came through the door, and only our Trilla noticed that the professor's face was on Kendra. What was up with that? Oh. Why?
1: So that was just kind of like foreshadowing things to come like all the all the nightmares and and visions you were who going to Who put that have. face
2: on her then? Who was in, who controlled that?
1: I don't think anybody really controlled that. I I think that was more just me putting in in something there just flavor flavor, okay i just wondered if there was
2: more behind that no i
1: don't i don't think so that was was a long time ago man
2: i know that's why i'm asking because it just never really got addressed again and i wondered what had happened to that that and the poem that Lyra read that she saw in the crypt that it said here lies Lyra," and it told how she was gonna die
1: okay so actually i can go into further detail about stuff like that now that we're done um so the backstory behind the book is when you arrive, uh, something has happened and something evil has happened. And the, the people in the prison, the spirits in the prison, they are slowly gaining power. And because of that, weird things start happening outside the prison. And so in the back of the book, they had these haunts that you that I could – give people. I didn't use all of them. I, I just used the ones that I liked the best. And that was one of them, the, the tombstone with Here Lies Lyra on it. That was one of the hauntings that was happening around town. Uh, you now know that the reason they were gaining power is because the warden was no longer there keeping them at bay. and And so because of that, all these weird things were happening around town so the things like the nightmares and the visions and things like that those were all because of just the evil kind of seeping out of the prison mm-hmm.
2: mm, so nobody really was in control of it like one specific ghost i guess you could say because we de- decided were they ghosts or were they incorporeal beings uh
1: they were ghosts some so of them were, were ghosts some of them were just haunts just like manifestations of their hatred and their okay. evil. And I think he in said the, the lopper was a wraith. He's was a wraith. It, a he wraith. was a wraith.
2: So why did they turn to different things too? Why didn't they just uh tell? no real just explanation the,
1: okay. like that. Wraiths are I are more hostile. Um Kane He is a ghost because he was able to retain a lot of his former self before or after he had died. Mm-hmm. So that's why he had remained a like a ghost and himself in the afterlife. Gotcha. Um, they just ha- they just were not able to move on. Yeah,
0: there's like a lot of different kinds of undead, and the reasons they come back or the reasons they appear I- they're all they're all very they're all different and they're all very personal to the person that died. Gotcha. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, I would like to ask you. This is a question for you guys. Who do you believe was responsible for all the different nightmares? I was I pretty sure was it was Keen. Keen, yeah. I I was wondering if you guys yeah. got that or not, or if you because I know it's at one point you guys are speculating whether or not it it was multiple ghosts plaguing your your dreams or if it was one. I in think particular. when he started
2: writing the names, it kind of narrowed it down to him. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought it was Heen.
1: And I think he's the
0: only one that talked to us when in the dreams. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless you count Father Charlatan that one time.
2: Well, I think the, oh gosh, what's the musician's guy's name again? The Piper. The Piper. I think he played his music, though, in my dream. He did. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. So. We saw
0: them and they all did horrible things, but like, Heen's the only one that carried on a conversation. Like yeah,
2: he is the only one. Marcus, who him
0: and Marcus, mm-hmm. it was like one yeah. on one, back yeah, and forth, talking. Was. And then, like, the others that talked, like, the Piper played music, but that's just the thing he does. Father Charlatan talked, but he didn't really talk to men. He was just kind of picking apart my poor owl. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's right. In your dreams.
4: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well,
2: until you fought him in the prison right before you killed him.
1: Yeah, that was fun. <sighs> his haunt was was probably one of my favorites, Father Charlatan's, because what what happens with that, and it worked out so perfectly. Like it was, it could have gone to anybody, but men like when you went into the room, into his room, and you were smashing stuff. Everybody left, and you just kind of hung around for a second, and then left because you were the last person to leave. It affected you. And then the rules were written that it, that after you were affected by the haunt, any time after that you took damage, which, funnily enough, you didn't even take damage, so you went down in the basement. So it was like several episodes before that even happened. But the first time you took damage was – and not, not wisdom damage because you did the allop in between that yeah. and going into the basement. So that didn't count because I remember you took some wisdom damage for that. It had to be actual physical, like, shocking damage. So you damage. actually had to
0: wait a couple episodes mm-hmm. going, when's Min going to yeah. get hit? <laughs> when's
1: Min, when is he going to get hit? And so when you got hit, that's when it triggered it. And the book had it written out where I was supposed to pull you aside into the other room, tell you that you had died. Kind of what we did. Yeah. But in mm. our case, we flashed back and forth from Min's dream his little vision that he was having and nobody knew what was going on either. Everybody was like really shocked when I said that like, oh, he was there during and, the fight, and that everybody uh-huh. had died yeah. and everybody was like, like what in the world is going on? They couldn't really figure out. But then when I went back to the fight, then you guys were able to kind of yeah. piece things together. And so that's how that worked out. So I really loved that haunt and it really, really pulled another element into it. Like you pull someone aside out of the room, pull them into another room and you build suspicion in within the group like what is he talking to him about in the other room what's going on in there what's he what's he planning and then you come back and it was basically the same thing like still active combat and they were supposed to go and then at the start of the next round I was supposed to leave go back to the other room continue the conversation with you but because we Which couldn't o- we leave, obviously can't do that <laughs> we can't do we're that recording. We're recording it so very excellent mm-hmm. haunt very well written for that one um all right, uh, more questions. Lame on
4: me. What I want to know is what happened with the Whispering Way. Oh yeah, I yeah. wanted to ask that question too. Dude. I get
2: the feeling we haven't <clears throat> seen the last. Because we hear them.
4: about them at the first. Well, I don't know how much spoilers, but because at the like first they're... we hear about that they were messing around the prison, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And then we don't. We never really. And they were
2: not the ghosts themselves. The Whispering they Way were, were live people, cultists. right? Yeah, it's a yeah. cult. So what the heck happened to them?
4: But we never saw. We didn't them discover too much, who
2: they were.
1: You'll oh, have to stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Okay. So That's kind of like what I was wondering. Five more books or something.
2: It's almost like <laughs> it's going to continue the adventure. Mm. It's almost wow. like this
1: is an adventure, and we're on some kind of path. <laughs> okay. An adventure path. I was going to ask that you too. Trying to trick It up. seems <laughs> like it could be very
3: convoluted and split into several books if we really need
0: it to be. Yeah. So I think do we? So. Do we know what they wanted specifically in the prison though? Like why I did can't they remember. want
2: the prison
1: exactly? Can you tell us that much? What was the big... Uh, you don't know so exactly. You don't know, you don't know don't exactly know. what they were doing there. Though. All you know for certain is when they were there and they were messing around, something happened to the the warden's spirit mm-hmm. and Vessaranya no longer felt his presence there.
2: And that was because of them, not because of the ghosts in there.
1: As far as you know, and once okay. the warden was gone,
0: there was nothing. Key- so they were kind of more of something
4: a they did triggered
0: accidental side effect of everything. what the Whispering Way was really trying to do, or did they bring or the, that the might the have been what on they on were purpose. really
2: trying to do? Just Can go ahead and that?
1: speculate.
0: Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that they were just like an accidental byproduct because they just kind of left mm, them there.
2: Nope, I think that they were doing something on purpose.
0: Yeah, they were doing something were on just, purpose.
2: Yes, but I think that was part of whatever they were doing on purpose. I just think there's more to the Some
0: story. Yeah, but then purpose. why just like leave them in Harrowstone then and not, I don't know, try to free them or Is it good use it? them it have more? use them not have that
2: kind of power,
1: I bet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That mm-hmm. remains to be seen, doesn't it,
3: Philip? Mysteries.
1: Zachary, do you have any questions? You've been so quiet over there.
3: Nope. I'm not a very question. I know
0: everything.
1: You really don't have a question. <laughs> Zachary read the books. Well, my question the was the theater. whispering <laughs> way, but we've already covered oh,
2: that. Oh, the whispering way. Okay. Any
1: questions on the town itself? Mm.
2: I know there were meant to be more. I just want to know. Oh, I do have a question. What was the – why did he want to get – why did the barkeeper want to get revenge on – Father oh
1: that was so like i said every single person yeah you said they all had a, all had a, a, a side story. quest yeah. that you could have done some were some were more prominent than others some and were just was little fun that... ones but yeah uh, they all had side quests that you could could do know, his I in particular was just kind of he's he was like a trickster a big trickster at heart that's, that's why, why i knew Trilla you loved would have yes. liked him so much and uh you you never did do that
2: I know we never did go, um, back, never did because go back. We had to never Never had time. It's like a Dinks sturge kind of attack exploded. right, in the, yeah, right of that. in the middle of that.
1: So he, it was just more of a prank. Uh, and but
2: why? What did the father do to him? Why did he want to play a joke on him? Nothing. Just because just
1: because, just because okay. he could. Just because he thought it would be funny. He's a stodgy
0: yeah. old man, and he's an easy target. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Wow.
1: Okay. No, no real reason Rude. behind that. Just, Is the
2: father really loved in this town, or do they just respect him out of fear, or they just? Respect him because um, he's the only father
1: there. I think they, they they respect him. I don't think it's anything out of rude. No. It's
2: not rude. I'm asking a rude question. I don't think it's
1: out of fear. I think Philip <laughs> made a point in one of the episodes. I can't remember if if it was left in or not. But he it was when you, when you guys were getting ready for the trial. But he'd probably seen a lot of people and and helped like. Bandage people and take care of sick kids and things like that, or him and his his clergy did that, and so a lot of people probably relied on him and and so and I'd like to think I like to think while all that was going on and while you guys were traipsing through the prison, he was probably traipsing. out doing stuff, keeping people calm and making sure people were okay doing door to door visits it's, it's kind
0: of like um you remember little house on the prairie like is it dr baker is it doc baker that's the he's doctor. The doctor, yeah, yeah. he's the that's doctor. That's why his name is Doc Baker. Doc Baker, <laughs> yeah, he's a
4: reverend.
2: No, there's a reverend and there's a doctor Baker. And there's Baker. A doctor and
0: doctor Baker. The
2: reverend Alden.
0: Yeah, but it's like Doc Baker, like he is like the doctor for everybody in that town. Everybody in that town has like a relationship with that doctor, like he's helped that's the same
2: way with the reverend.
0: babies. The same way with the reverend too. Like that's the kind of environment we were in, so it makes oh, okay. total sense that. You know, everybody like loves Father Grimbar. I just wanted to make of...
2: sure that he was really loved; they didn't hate him, and because yeah. he was abusing power, so he really wasn't. He was a good guy.
1: No, I think we. Established yes, all I that wanted was, to know. I think we established that that was the council people. Yes, yeah. I I did, but well, I just wanted to n- make not sure. even
0: subtly we established that. <laughs> that was kind of like I'm everywhere. just clarifying
2: it. All right, sheesh. I
1: mean, uh, something I would like to talk about real quick. Uh, when you were fighting Heen in the basement. Um, when, if the fight had continued any longer with your name, this, I yes. thought this was really cool. This is just just goes to show how much detail Paizo puts into things. But if you had continued to attack the wall, every time you attacked it, I had to roll a fortitude save for the wall itself, for the room itself.
0: When we're, like, scratching the letters <laughs> yeah. off of our names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but she was hitting it with I her, her, her it, right remember, here. I was hitting it, right here. I was
1: And so if you had continued to hit it, it would have eventually collapsed on you. And if you remember right, Cyrus was unconscious at one point, and Min was was unconscious at one point. So if you continued to hit the wall, or if I had gotten anybody else to fail their will save and their name had gotten one more letter on it and they had started attacking it, more damage would have been done to the wall to the point where somebody might have died. And and I told you guys off air that if anybody was going to die, it was going to be that fight.
2: Yeah. That was a tough one. Purely
1: fight. for that reason. Not because, let me tell you this, too. That Haunt itself is a CR6 encounter, and Heen himself is a CR6 encounter. You put both of them together, I mean, you're looking at, I know it doesn't equal C- CR12, but you're looking at one really difficult yeah, encounter. It's not a fun fight. Have <laughs> we, as mm-hmm. we
2: got up to level four, by the time we fought, and
1: you were, we were three, three. still level three. three, doing two CR six encounters at the exact same time. All
2: right, here's an uneducated unPizo person. Why does Pizo do that? Why do they put when they know you're going to be a lower level? Why do they match you up with high level stuff?
0: I think it's because they've realized <laughs> that CR is actually kind of broken. <laughs> What do you mean? Like see everything you fight or come up against has a certain CR, a certain challenge rating and it's a CR 6. That means it's meant to be handled by like a level 6 character or a group mm-hmm. of level 6 people. I don't know how they feel like how they feel about it now, but I've come to find like a level 8 character is a CR 7. That means like one level 8 character should be able to take on a group of level 7 characters and that it'll be a pretty balanced encounter. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way that works. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think the CRs are a little... Cumulative they're a little off. Sometimes.
4: I feel okay. like... Yeah. I feel like CRs usually need to be a little bit higher than the character levels.
2: Because there's more characters mm-hmm. fighting one Yeah, because yeah. they've okay. got a
4: group, especially... Yeah, Well, no,
2: that makes sense to me now. The, okay, thank you, you for explaining that to us newbies. Yeah. New the, uh,
0: the best GM advice I got when uh, Zach and I went to PaizoCon was... From GM saying, never let your bad guys be alone because more than anything, your bosses, your big bad guys will get curb stomped, not by the PCs, but by the move action economy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like they get one move and one standard. And if they're lucky, a swift action every turn versus at a party of heroes who get four move actions and four standard actions. Okay. So never let
1: them be be alone. One versus four makes it... That's why I was able to summon monsters Mm -hmm. and give you this extra challenge with the spiders and the dire rats and things like that that were coming at you. Makes sense. Stupid friggin' dire rats. But it was. It was a very challenging fight, and I do enjoy challenging fights. I enjoy challenging fights. I hate when they do an impossible fight that like, multiple people or the entire party are going to get killed in.
2: Yeah, that's um, tougher.
1: So, it, so that was a very challenging fight, and it made you think a lot before you were gonna do something mm-hmm. too, yeah. which was cool. You guys had to strategize a lot more, and we used almost the whole room too, because he was floating through the walls. We used, hey, used the space. Hey, used the space, which was cool. The space.
0: Yeah, there's Explore a lot the of there's a lot that goes into a fight, like to make it good, besides just an awesome monster to fight. Like environment plays a huge part. In that, because like without a good environment that Heen could have used against us, which he did, Mm -hmm. phasing through walls and walls. The other problem becomes like, well, even if there's all these other creatures, all four of us are just gonna bum rush Heen because he's he's the big bad and we want to take him down as quick as possible. So, because like, followed the example, don't let Heen be alone. Throw in some monsters, but did we really care as much about killing the Sturges as much as we cared about killing him? Mm. but we kind of yeah. were we were backed into a corner where we had to deal with the sturges first yeah, We exactly. had to take them out before we could even mm-hmm. go looking for
4: heen
1: yeah, yeah. okay
4: mm. makes mm. sense mm-hmm.
1: uh the environment too that whole uh the puddle in the middle of the room too um i thought it was really clever that you guys threw a rod down it oh yeah and <laughs> not that i had to do anything with that but i was like you know, there's this light source down there. Parad's getting closer to the hole. Okay, I'll make him roll a perception check to see if he sees that or not. If he doesn't and he continues walking, he's going to fall in the hole yeah, and start exactly. sinking. Yeah. Mm. It, but because he saw it, he was able to stop and then attack him, just kind of diagonally down from him. So that was another use of the environment as well that could have been a nice pitfall for you guys if you guys had had walked into it, so right. yep, um last thing we're gonna talk about let's talk about the trial real quick, okay um I've told a couple of listeners that that entire thing was improv. We recorded two episodes that day, and mm-hmm. the second episode was the trial, and I just said, okay, let's break for a little bit. Let's go have lunch. And while we were eating lunch, that's when I was thinking, all right, what are these gonna, people going to say? How are they going to react? And then at the same time, I didn't know what you guys were going to ask. I had no idea what questions you guys were going to yeah. throw at me. Right. And so. Well, you didn't even quite expect us to
2: be worried about Trestle Blade, did you? I had no. I yeah.
1: totally thought you guys were just going to leave. Yeah. I well, Honestly, you didn't, didn't count
2: think. on a kind hearted
1: monk. I think we talked yeah,
0: I think we talked about now she's something about member. that too. Like it was great <laughs> for us that we took out all the, the Harrowstone five. That's wonderful that we saved the town from these ghosts but like we kind of were getting ready to leave raven Girl going well is it actually better now did we actually
2: yeah, it wasn't, save it yeah yeah it was a sad little town very yeah. backward ignorant mm-hmm. yeah
1: well yeah divided i really liked how how you yeah. guys wanted to do that because it did kind of wrap it up and I, give some closure and i felt
2: like we were true heroes <laughs>
1: Wow, Artrilla. <laughs>
2: no, like, we really, I really—I uh, felt like we did a little more than no, just I leave the town. No, I think you did too. Okay, we accomplished our mission. We're out of here. Yeah. See I you thought later. it was cool that the monk cared. Don't worry too much about to all this. the property
0: damage and yeah. psychological scars from our that our adventures well, caused. Just, all of you.
2: We didn't leave this person that we really perceived innocent. We didn't leave her in jail. I thought it was cool that Cyrus, the monk, was worried about her.
1: And man, that is so character-wise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was
2: really. Good I think character even Parra to a point was probably. Ca- cared what happened to her
4: Mm. that and and she's extremely attractive and
2: now she's in your party (laughs) and now we know you have a crush on her and that's the real reason (laughs) you were trying to get her out of jail (laughs) Uh, too funny
0: it's it's really uh, doesn't always work for every uh group of players but i really like when you know gms do a good job like you did of showing us that you didn't just kill the big bad and take out the monsters mm-hmm. you actually saved a town you actually did some yeah good, you, made a you let us
2: go a little further with it then because mm-hmm. without that you could have said oh he's gonna he's gonna free her in two days or something you could have just not let us act it all out so mm-hmm. that
0: was kind of cool yeah yeah that was good and then like without that without that element of like actually seeing some of the good that the pcs are doing or differences they're making we just kind of turn into murder hobos yeah, I think yeah, it's the term that yeah. I've heard. Where we're just Murder killing Pope. people oh, yeah. at that We've time. We just
2: kill monsters. Well, <laughs> we got to see more Cyrus's Cyrus' character where he came in late. Yeah. You know, this was a good chance for us to really get Murder to know Pope. him in a short amount of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. What what kind of how he ticks. So I yeah. thought that was really cool.
1: How he I don't know works. how you
2: all felt about mm. it out there listening, but I, I liked it.
1: I've heard good things about it. People people have said that they've they enjoyed that episode. They thought it was cool how we handled that. But, I mean, there like, there was nothing written in the book about that. It didn't say anything about Trestle Blade, like, going whatever. It just, it didn't say anything about the aftermath of the event. It just, it just kind of ends. That is yeah. another so. thing
0: I like about Paizo, though, because as much detail and, like, cool things about the environment and the people that they give you, they also give you, like, a lot of movement, like, Councilman Hearthmount I can't imagine there's a whole lot in the book about him apart from he's kind of a jerk mm-hmm. and uh, no, uh, nobody in the town really likes him but he has all the pull and then they just kind of let the GM run with it like mm-hmm. you can take that character any direction you want depending on how you feel the PCs are
1: going to react you can turn him into Richard Nixon you can turn him into Richard Nixon <laughs> exactly. if you want exactly <laughs> for fun <laughs> wow. that's pretty great <laughs> wow, I am not a cro- I great. am not a crook <laughs>
4: Your comments, wow, wow. that's pretty great. That's pretty great, <laughs> that's pretty great.
1: Uh, um, Phil, you wanted to ask one more question. I did. I had one more question.
0: Uh, so they made a, I, I don't know if you did this on purpose or they kind of made a big deal on why that Veseranya was there when the when the prison burned, and they made it sound like that wasn't really. In the norm. Oh, for that's her. true. They they kind of like for some reason the warden's like wife Vassaranya was about also that. there.
2: Like, ha ha, your wife's upstairs, and and well, when
1: that he was, was that was us. That was us. I
0: put that in though, but that's because I picked up on of, that detail, yeah. or maybe I so read too much was, into it. Why, why was Vassaranya there? Been
1: that? She really was there. She was just bringing dinner. So did she do husband? that often
2: or just I randomly? Think, no, she did that
1: a, a, very often. Then why and did he so, seem
2: surprised that she was there? Or was it just the realization that she was there? Realization that she was, that there? She was yeah. there. Like, oh my gosh, like, I forgot that she that was coming. That she was
1: there. Like, like so much had happened that night. The riots started. The prison was that burning down around him. So it was kind of like a 50-50 thing. The last thing. thing on his mind yeah, was, okay. was whether or not she was there. But somehow he knew that she was upstairs. And... And how did she get to that
0: room specifically?
1: The guards like, did it say, put her in there.
0: Went, and like the guards grabbed her and were like, mm-hmm. "Hey, yeah. there's a riot yeah. going on. You need to stay in this
1: room." And they yeah. locked it the was... door because they were worried if prisoners broke out, they would they'd, they'd, find they'd her. go through all the rooms. They'd kill all they'd the guards. They'd find an her. unarmed woman. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And so they locked the door to keep her more safe, but mm-hmm. in doing so, trapped her in the prison, allowing her to you know die from. Smoke inhalation, which is another thing, too, that really wasn't brought up. That you that mom always asked me about when we were playing, like, how did certain people in the prison die?
2: Mm -hmm. A lot of it was a lot of it was smoke 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 inhalation. inhalation.
1: The people upstairs because they
2: were it was unlocked and yet they didn't even go down to the main floor.
1: Well, the the rooms upstairs were locked. They all were the locked. Room, upstairs. All the cells were locked upstairs.
2: I thought they were all open when we went up there. Just
1: some of them were. Oh, okay. Some of them were and some of the doors were like busted open. Oh, okay. And you can imagine too over the years people have probably come oh, and, and opened the, open the doors, where doors they or weren't. or like and before it probably wasn't as haunted like all the prisoners were still subdued because of the warden so there were rumors about different things going on in the prison so people probably went up there dared each other to mm-hmm. go up into the prison and they they probably you know would would go around to the different rooms that's why some of the doors were unlocked but it wasn't dangerous like it was when you guys went up because the warden was still there so Well
2: and I'm sure the the rumors grew and grew until mm-hmm. it became so haunted and so scary. And
1: maybe the warden appeared to people away. appeared
0: to visitors like vested and being like, Ooh, stay away. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine something like that going on. So
1: <laughs> I doubt people went into the basement. Oh, yeah. Ever. The basement was prob the basement was yeah. collapsed. You couldn't Ooh. really get down unless yeah, you climbed climb Exactly. And yeah. so I'm sure people stayed primarily on the main floor and went upstairs if they were brave enough to go in there. Makes
2: sense. Um, this sounds
1: like make great, like, it sounds like it'd make a great like pre haunted
0: Harrowstone sounds like it would make a great crime drama. Yeah, of, like, it really does. Heen versus the warden, while Heen gets all the prisoners mm-hmm. on his side. And he's got Father Charlatan and the Piper up there, like the really charismatic ones winning people riot. over. It would have been awesome. That would be a
2: great Riot to
1: play out. It's like really yeah. Red dragonish almost. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it does seem like that. So good job, Paizo. We, mm-hmm. we love you. Good
0: job.
1: And I think, I, I think some of that uh, has to do with what we did with this story as well. Not that they didn't do a fantastic job writing it, but I also think we took the story and we made it our own. We wrote these flashbacks and things like that that made the story our story. Well, and, and it made gave, the
2: characters more yes fleshed
1: out. It gave more life to... Well, that's a joke. It gave more <laughs> life to the ghosts. say <laughs> 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 what you did there. <laughs> Didn't <know> mean to. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that one. Um, <laughs> Phil asked me upstairs real quick. This is the last thing we'll talk about. But Phil asked me um, that... Like, what would happen if you guys had lost? Yeah, what if Heen had <clears throat> killed us all and finished his name? So there was a oh, yeah. time constraint on you guys, and I think it was something like every... I can't remember, but like every so often another letter would be put on there, and as time went on, he would get more and more powerful, And that's just kind of how I was playing it, too. Affect the town a lot more, too? It would affect the town a lot more. Your nightmares got more vivid, more real, more personal as well. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't be just us anymore. Uh, But but if he had finished the name completely, um, they wrote it out like an explosion of light would come from the prison, and all the ghosts would just flee the prison. They'd all be free. And you guys would actually... So, like, if you hadn't done everything and beaten the prison before the name was done, you would have witnessed this happening. All the ghosts coming out of the prison, attacking townspeople, you probably would have had to fight some of them. Oh, oh that, that would have been awesome. And then yes. Heen Heen Damn. would have been there, but he would have been at his full strength. So he would have been a full level eight wizard. <gasps> oh ghost my gosh. wizard. Well and so so you guys like could have come back and beaten him later but that there's no way you would have been able to fight him at that time no he would have been way too we powerful for tried you and
4: died.
1: but yeah you guys would have seen other, i could i could have made you fight like the lopper or the piper or something out in the town mm-hmm. but raven would have turned into a literal ghost town That's because weird. everybody would have died a so lot of people would have died
0: very lucky Vesteranya had such a long, long name, name. Mm-hmm. again <laughs> did they do Bless that on purpose still. do
1: you think I don't know if they did so that. I, okay. I'd imagine maybe they made it a little bit easier because they could have done like her name is mm. is Nikki, but she goes by Nick. It for is short. book one, so <laughs> yeah. It, but it is book one, so they um, you'd have a fighting chance. I could. I the only way Pray I could see, see you not doing that is if you got wrapped up in the town more. That's what I was gonna say. It's kind of a good thing we didn't get too wrapped. And up you in town. lost. Too much time because you're you were dinking around in the counter or whatever, and you didn't focus on the prison. But you guys were so gung ho. Maybe that's how I, because yeah, of the we way I played go. it too. Yeah. About how it sounded dire like the we kind of had was.
0: these ups and downs of like, like, yeah, let's go. We are so empowered and ready to take on that prison. Then we go in and go.
2: Ah, I need a break. <laughs> we're done for the day. Let's we go. We need break it. We let's need, need bacon fortification. Okay, well, since this is my show too, I have yeah. a question for everybody. Yes, just real quick, what was your favorite part of book one and what was your least favorite part of book one
1: yes good question let's do you so, first so you first tell us
2: because i've been thinking about yeah, it because you've been my thinking about. favorite part of book one was i just really liked that they all had these weapons that were enchanted mm-hmm. that even though they weren't all weapons like the flute and stuff and then they all had special things i just thought that was so cool my least favorite was that we lost that when we killed them <laughs> i was so disappointed i wanted the flute to have these yes i really wanted it to stay that so favorite and least favorite (laughs) let
1: me tell you something let me make might make you feel a little bit better uh i did not read that well enough to know that the they would lose their power after every time you defeated them yeah so it was it was more crucial to use them while they were still alive and take the curse because they were so beneficial in defeating the ghosts so i actually let you have them for a lot longer oh, than you should have got it. but ultimately you never were supposed to keep those forever oh. you've got these nice little trinkets now just so
2: you know our Trilla still has that flute i don't know if anybody else kept something but uh, you kept the, to- men has kept the the flute.
1: torque Perod still has the hammer and the axe no, he has I don't done.
3: have.
0: I got do? rid of that thing. Uh, if whatever Parad and the others aren't hanging on to Min has, he's getting ready to parcel them up and send them to the Pathfinder Society.
1: So Min probably has a majority of yeah. the stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But the holy symbols, I remember, like all of you took a symbol off of yeah, it. Yeah, we did. Right. Yes. Parad got the raw steel symbol. Cyrus got. For and you got Desna, Desna and then yeah. Min took the entire torque yep so with the rest yep. of the symbols and on it
0: Min totally let you guys tamper with a historical artifact which also throws more light that he's not the best pathfinder <laughs> yeah, he's ever not, no. he's
2: really not very good at his <laughs> job Yeah. No. Well, like he had any say against us, but go ahead. <laughs> you can think that man. <laughs> uh, yeah, if so...
1: really wanted, he could have just picked you up and thrown you out the window and taken the torque. So. so
2: Philip, what was your favorite part, least favorite part?
1: Okay, so
0: to kinda of counter yours, I really liked that we didn't we kind of went the majority of the book not knowing what these things did and how dangerous they were to use because Magic is should not be an easy thing to understand. Like, there are a million, even a spell you know, there's a million ways it can go wrong. You hold your hand the wrong way, you say the wrong word, and suddenly, like, your enemy is two times bigger than you are for some reason. There's a fireball Uh, hitting you square in the face. There's a fireball hitting you, your fireball (laughs) rebounds. And, like, it's even more so with curses because curses are so. And mysterious and okay
2: got it it's gross uh,
0: so I, I felt like it kind of added to the and this is a horror adventure so I felt like it added to the atmosphere of like the dread mm-hmm. and the the fear, mystery the unknown yeah the mystery so I really liked that uh Kind of hard to choose a least favorite part, especially since my GM is staring directly at me. (laughs) Make a least favorite. Holds my fictional. No, I really have a hard time. I'll just take all of your hair. You know what it is from you. You know what it is, though. I think (laughs) any part that I might not have enjoyed was completely eclipsed by how obsessed I got over that trap door. Over the door. I've got. I I, I promise you guys, like I'm not being funny. It really does kind of boggle because. I'm familiar with Paizo and how they write and stuff. They are so good at at putting these little tiny details into their environment and their setting and everything that like Spencer probably has so much stuff from the book that he either can't or won't tell us because it's not exactly relevant, but it's interesting to where we were. They're so good about that. So I'm just floored that there is no reason this secret door was here.
2: Okay, then that's your least favorite part. least favorite part. Where's Explain the, the
0: trap door, Paizo, and then you will have a flawless book. Okay. I did give you All a right. reason, though. Mm. I gave you a yes, reason. Yes, he did
1: give you a reason. On air, too. It was <laughs> a little tri- that there was No, place. Place.
0: it was a tryst. It was a secret. Between <laughs> the seamstresses and the washer people, I guess. <laughs> no,
2: between the warden, warden and his, his wife. wife. They would oh. go meet up there.
0: But wouldn't she have known about the secret door and escaped then and not burned alive? Uh I think she still would have.
2: I think she would have been Where in would either she room. Have gone. She would have been just been in the other room.
0: I don't think the laundry room was what. whatever. I'm still not satisfied. That's okay. my point. <laughs> All right.
3: That is my least favorite part.
2: All right. Thank you, Philip. It's not or, your turn anymore. Or Tyler. she could have
3: been waiting there for her husband the whole time, thinking she might come and save her. Gosh, Phil.
1: Gosh, Phil. Yeah, come bursting through the secret door like he always did. Yeah, pessimist. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yep. Anyway. Hey, Vest was a strong, independent woman who didn't need no man to save her,
4: okay? All right, Tyler has, strong, has the talking rude. stick now.
2: <laughs> Tyler's turn.
4: Uh, favorite. My favorite part was when Marcus died. So, so that you I- could come on.
0: So <laughs> I could be in the podcast. As sad as we were to lose him, it was the perfect opening for me. <laughs> I
1: didn't even think that. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can finally play some Pathfinder yeah. so funny um, okay least favorite part
4: least favorite
1: Um, not being in the first 35 first- episodes <laughs> for <laughs> you listeners for
0: you listeners Zach still gets to play Pathfinder he and I yeah. still have a campaign going on he GM's a lot too this is all Tyler gets
4: yeah. <laughs> this is my only Pathfinder I get oh, only Pathfinder baby. he gets and all he's right. stuck doing mm. it with us
2: <laughs> alright Mr. Jaller least favorite
4: mm. least favorite uh Probably my least favorite thing about book one was how much sandboxy it was, I guess.
2: Yeah, it was very sandboxy. I
4: have a, like, for me personally, I have like, some people like it. I have a hard time with sandboxes sometimes because it's kind of like, I don't know where to go. Yeah, Yeah, Uh because sometimes you kind of lose focus and you're like, well... I don't want to miss anything. What do I do now? And then there's so much stuff that you're like, I don't really know if I need to go to this person Mm -hmm. or that. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like, that's kind of hard to start off that way, kind of super open-ended. Oh, believe yes. me. That and was sure my the GM's least favorite. Kind of like, part what too. The... Yeah,
2: that it was Because you very have to sandbox- kind of lead
4: him along. It, it's where a lot you're of work for to GMs to sandbox yeah. it.
2: And it's easy to get sidetracked so, and then you're off the adventure. And that's then, probably yeah, my exactly. least favorite.
4: I just don't care for sandboxes as much. I like a more direct. Me, this is where too. You need to go. I mean, I like being able to make choices still, but not so much where you're like you can do anything. Yeah. Man. You're kinda of like, well You can go anywhere you And you can don't have much direction. Do anything. You can
2: really. be yeah. anybody you wanna be. Okay. Shh. Yeah, I get it.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Thank yeah. you for that. So, yeah. Why are we thinking him? We aren't thinking anybody else. Because I liked his answer the best. That's why. Oh please. Yeah. Uh, Zachary. It, it didn't involve that stupid Zachary. trap door that Phil yeah. gives me a migraine yeah. about.
2: Zachary <laughs> <laughs> Cobo. I still a have a
1: headache about that door. We're like what, fifteen episodes after? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I am sick of
2: death of that door.
1: Okay, Zach. Your um, turn.
3: Are we allowed to use stuff that's been coming out in r- more recent episodes?
1: As long as it's after like, like, we when? left
3: the town. Does that count? Mm. Um,
0: He wants to know if he can talk about Tam Ravina. Well, that
1: technically wasn't part of book one. But still not part of book two. It was in between book one and book two. It was an exciting
0: road trip en
1: route to book two. (laughs) Just a fun little... And it was your favorite? Well, Well, what's been your favorite part so far?
3: In the podcast itself? Let's just do that. What's been your favorite part
1: of the journey so far? Uh,
3: We
2: just want you to talk.
3: (laughs) Really, it's been like the stuff that's been going on in Tam Ravina because... Uh, it, it might might sound a little selfish, but, like, uh, in Ravengrow, we really weren't getting a lot of opportunity to roleplay our characters the way that we might have imagined in the beginning. Because, yeah, that's true. Like Tyler said, it was a sandbox. Like, it, mm-hmm. there wasn't much development except for we had to kill these uh, haunts in a prison, mm-hmm. and then that was about it until we got to leave. Um, and then now all of a sudden right. we're getting into so much more character development with ourselves uh, I think that's really great because uh, we, we all put a lot of work into our characters and our backstories, and now it's finally just kind of being fleshed out at a much more rapid pace than it was in Raven oh, Girl. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are kind of mm-hmm. trapped Mm-mm. in the town. Yeah. You couldn't really go anywhere. Yeah. And, right. like, the
3: only, Mom, I'm, I'm a, yeah, <laughs> the only backstory stuff we could get into uh, in Raven Girl was stuff with the professor and that whole family situation. Yeah. Um, which was kind of limiting to me personally. It uh, didn't really feel like uh, I could be Parod to his full extent, um, and so it's, it was nice getting to be able to do more of him instead of what I was doing.
1: So your what? So that so your least favorite part was Sandboxy. What was well, your favorite part? No, no, no,
3: no. no. no it's the least that, favorite part. that was my least favorite part. part but. Uh, my least favorite part was losing Bessie because... Oh, oh that
1: was pretty that, that bad. That was
2: heart-wrenching. Oh.
3: <laughs> and oh my <laughs> gosh,
1: if any anybody else had swung that axe, I would have been so mad. Mm-hmm. I would have been so mad at all of you because that was the best thing you could have done for me. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty I cool. got to mess with you for so many episodes mm-hmm. and I had so much fun doing it. And <laughs> yeah. the look on your face every single time that came up, you like wanted to awesome. kill me. It was so good. That but, was your least favorite yeah. and probably one of my favorites. That was yeah, my geez. favorite. I'll, I'll
3: tell you why
0: it was <laughs> <my laughs> one kind of my favorites. It all kind of brought into focus just how much we rely on Bessie mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Even though she's not our ex, she's Parad's ex. We all yeah. kind of count on her. Yeah, yeah. Get us out and of situation.
3: I'll tell you why it was my least favorite instead of one of my favorites. It's because... Uh, like I may have rogue and ranger skills, but as a slayer, I'm kind of expected to be this really damage dealing, mm-hmm. heavy, bulky mm-hmm. character. Uh, and I built my character that way for a reason. Like I had a great axe because it did a lot of damage and because mm-hmm. it was a very powerful weapon. And all of a sudden, in this, in a split second during a battle, I was cut down. To half of the damage I was normally half doing. Of that. Yep, getting, so, a, getting going from a D12 yeah. to a D6, mm-hmm. baby. So not only did that Dang. restrict my my uh, my battles, but that kind of restricted my character in a sense because I had to change from my normal attitude to uh, like being forced into a position that I was not comfortable with. So really, that forced me as a player to switch my mode of of playing super quickly and it was kind of a difficult adjustment for me because i had to figure out okay what am i going to do now that i can't uh be the person that i created uh for this podcast and uh i loved it in the sense that it helped me grow as a role player and oh, for sure uh, like i feel like i'm a lot more confident in, in my capabilities with that but
2: yeah because you went from being mm-hmm. the shield yeah. and the defender mm-hmm. uh, and you are really getting into mm-hmm. that role and all of a sudden you couldn't even defend well like anybody
1: yeah I do have to commend you on that as well because because like you said it, it gave you that moment to role play but you did such a great job with it because like like you said you went from one role play style to a completely different mm-hmm. role play style mm-hmm. you were this like lost. Individual. I don't think you would
2: have come up with the disguise thing of putting a mop on yeah. your head if you had was Bessie. So you would have been funny. like, "I'll just be outside the door with Bessie." And instead, it was this funny thing where you were kind of cuckoo, mm-hmm. trying to come up with off the wall mm-hmm. ideas. Now I'm, I'm
0: Bessie. <laughs> In a yeah. sense,
3: I think like some people might say that's really random and and strange. But for me, I think Bessie was such a huge part of my character that losing it really does damage his mental state. Did you yeah. just
1: call it an it?
3: Okay. Oh. oh. Shut Living your face,
1: oh. girl. Please. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. Uh, well, really, yeah, it's just an it. It's an it, but yes,
1: it's a her. I know, it's a her. Let's. Be but it, yeah,
2: yeah. With those have,
0: curves, you cannot tell me it's not. That's a That's what I'm excited for.
2: Getting more and more into the book because I know there's going to be like campfire episodes where we're sitting around the campfire that we're going to get to talk to each other finally. Because yeah. I mm-hmm. felt like in the first book, there was not really a whole lot of time to do that. We would come back and either be exhausted from a fight, or we'd have to strategize mm-hmm. how we're going to do it the next day. Yep. And There was really no getting to know each other and, on a personal level. And going level. along
3: with that, uh, with the new stuff from Tam Ravina, uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but we ran into new people, and it was great mm-hmm. yes. because uh, in Ravengro we were so frustrated with the citizens there, mm-hmm. yes. and we really could not build positive relationships. NPCs yeah, we couldn't there was an episode in Tamravina where we could do that we had a very positive mm-hmm. yeah, correlation with true. these people mm-hmm. and it was just so refreshing to not have to be so negative with the people we were <laughs> yeah, interacting with. Yeah that is with. true that yeah.
2: was nicer yeah well even when Sir- Cyrus shows up in this town that he's supposedly raised in it's almost like mm-hmm. people didn't even know who he was yeah. they're just not a friendly group of people so yeah I'm glad we're out of
1: there. <laughs> you, Did- do, do I get to answer your question?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, GM. Almost loyal, well, humble, no, wonderful No, you're not GM. allowed. Get no, out. What was wondering. your favorite and your least? Yeah, I didn't think. I'm uh, sorry. I honestly didn't think of you.
1: <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Wow. You're not important. Um, My least favorite part of the book was every single time Philip asked me about this stupid <laughs> door. <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh, killing me a little on uh, the inside. I did struggle with the sandboxiness of the first book mm-hmm. just because I didn't know where you guys were gonna go and I sometimes would have to railroad things or I'd have to say, okay, where are you guys planning on going this next episode? Uh, it it was kind of linear because I knew I knew where this story was supposed to go. Right. And like and so I was able to kind of point you in those directions. Yeah. But at the same time you guys could have gone and done something completely different. Yeah. And
2: well, I would have had no idea. You're a first-time G- GM, so sandbox has got to be hard for first oh. time. And it's hard for me, never playing before. It's got to be hard for Tyler, never playing before. Zach's played a little bit before, mm-hmm. but not in a long-term adventure. So, yeah. I mean, this is new k- territory, and to start off with a sandbox, I think it's kind of like, yeah. what are you doing, Paizo, trying to kill us off in the first in shot? The first yeah.
1: But
3: I also think like being sandboxed for new characters is – a little bit nice because instead of having this vast scope of adventure that we can get to it's like you're stuck in this one place and it gives you more time to develop your character that's like, true well uh, and to explore mm-hmm. too
1: like here's here's this town you have 30 days in it explore mm-hmm. yeah and it also true.
3: helps like you figure out mechanics <laughs> like it, if you're stuck in a town where the enemies are mostly similar uh then that's like a lot of the same mm-hmm. repetition where yeah. it helps you learn
1: well, and I think that's another reason they changed up the ghosts a little bit too, is so that it wasn't it wasn't just ghost after ghost after ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, exactly. It was haunt, and then it was wraith, and then and it, it was, was like ectoplasmic go- yeah, beings, and exactly. then you had and then you had another ghost, and then you had another haunt, and it was just all this back and forth mm-hmm. stuff to just kind of mix it up. So,
2: which is also the kind of reason of this book, this adventure itself, is not the most popular because it's incorporeal type beings and most people want to fight stuff that bleeds and dies Mm -hmm. so this we've discovered that this is not a very popular uh, adventure Mm -hmm. path to be on so yeah
1: um my favorite part just thought it was fascinating so it is it's very good it's a very good mystery book uh very intrigue soaked Mm -hmm. um
2: what's your favorite part my favorite part
1: would have to be the flashbacks
2: no, oh, those were good, I guess. and yeah. I do,
1: and, and I'm sure you guys remember, but way, way long ago, back when you, you know, you, almost when you first arrived, I can't remember which episode exactly it was, but I do remember the title of it. The title of the episode was "Visions of the Past," and it was the episode where you all sat around Kendra's table, and she got her little crystal ball out, and that was the first moment. We really got to see into these backstories that you all created, and I just had so much fun doing that because I was able to like pull in everybody yeah, to this one moment. Everybody saw the same thing happening, and then now because of that, I'm able to just build yeah. on it. So. Just
2: like you did in the prison, though, with um, he and vermin. And Fairman,
1: yep. And the whole and
2: everybody's gotten to see everybody's worst moment. Mm-hmm. So we've seen a good moment with the professor. Well, except Cyrus, he hasn't seen those good moments. But
1: everybody has seen a bad moment now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen a bad moment, and I didn't even know the professor. And then in the in our latest episodes, Parod is un, is remembering some even more bad moments. Mm-hmm. So,
2: which actually is going to be interesting to know why does Cyrus care if he, why does he really want to be on this quest now if he didn't even know the professor i mean at this mm. point we're returning books
4: what is cyrus doing
2: yeah why is Solus why is here? cyrus here is it just for the money so it's, stay tuned to find it's out
1: fate. I it's
2: fate kind of feel like it's fate. And
1: destiny i seriously mm. think that is our biggest theme but
2: but <clears throat> cyrus really hasn't ever met even met the professor Mm-mm. that's mm. so interesting he
4: may have Met him a bit. Well, he was raised by Father was, Grimborough, so but, he's been around.
2: But have you really ever had a conversation with him, or did you just pass him, him in the street top, type yeah, thing probably. and know who he was?
4: He probably knew who he was. But but
2: that's it. So yeah. no relationship. Interesting.
4: I don't think so. This will be
2: really interesting, then, yes, why he's here? Cyrus there. has other reasons. And what's going to keep him motivated?
1: I'm really excited. His backstory. Uh, we're yeah. almost getting <laughs> in into book two, so... Uh, stay tuned for that if you're excited to see where the adventure goes next. And I guess yes. we'll just see you all on Friday with another Hooray! fabulous episode. Yay. Yeah. So anyway, hope you guys are still en- enjoying the show. We're getting real close to 50. Yay. Yay. The
2: march to 50. <laughs> Almost so to 50.
1: We're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun stuff on the day 50 releases as well. Uh, we will talk about that later. We've been going on long enough, and we're still planning that. So uh, probably probably the announcement for the next episode or the episode after that, will tell you what's going on for 50. Ooh. So some extra fun I'm goodies. I'm excited.
2: No, I'm not excited. He's already warned me.
1: Anyway, <laughs> stay hyped. Stay in love with the show, and we'll see you all later. And play with your family. Bye. Your family. Bye. Bye. Bye.